Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Voltron Legendary Defender, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the Volume 4 season finale of Ruby, No Safe Haven, uh, which I guess is a pun on They're Going to Haven. And, yeah. So I don't. Seems it seems like that's more of should be a pun for next season. But yeah, uh, very excited to get into the finale. Uh, a lot of a lot of hype surrounding this. We'll go over everything in the finale, and then we'll also be having our season volume four discussion as a whole. Uh, last year we did that as a separate podcast. We are going to be doing that in the second half of this podcast. So stick around for that. Um, you can check out all of our podcasts at overlyanimated.com. We podcast on Ruby Weekly. Check out our previous ones there or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Uh, spoilers for No Safe Haven. Um, definitely go check it out. Let's, let's get into it, Delaney. Uh, what are your reactions to this? Um, I'm not going to say jam packed finale, but there's some stuff. Uh, well, I really wasn't a fan of this at all. It's basically what I expected though that nothing really happened even the fight really wasn't that exciting except i mean the grim is super creepy like oh my god like terrifying its noises were awful and i was like this is nightmare fuel but other than that i mean i don't know i'm just i have a lot of issues with of course we're going to talk about the season overall but uh, there's just it was just not engaged at all there was like one moment where i was like oh my god did nora just sacrifice herself and i yeah. got a little upset but that didn't happen i was like oh they're fine okay and then crow didn't die yay maybe i don't know if that's a yay but it's okay i don't know, just i mean i'm glad we saw yang and weiss that was really cool and blake even though blake really wasn't doing anything but i just i really wasn't about this okay Okay, interesting. It's very yeah. boring. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a pretty big fan of the finale. Uh, maybe it's just relative to the season, but I That's think... That's probably what it is. <laughs> I, I think I think there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, I was enjoying it. Uh, there's nothing particularly... There's like one bad moment, but there's, I, 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 I was enjoying most of the stuff that they did here. Um, I'll, I'll definitely get negative when we talk about the season as a whole, but I, I think I just have mostly saved uh mostly positive thing to say about no safe haven i mean uh clearly compared to last season's finale this is much more tame um but like i think we get some of our best moments of the season i think we get a pretty good fight scene um i think ruby's monologuing uh was very effective and the montage surrounding that and that was we'll talk about it (laughs) i think that that was um yeah i mean i think they don't do anything revolutionary with that scene but i was a pretty big fan i think that uh we finally got ruby talking for like more than a line so i like that's good it's just (laughs) i I enjoyed that um I uh, like the uh, post-credits and the pre-credits scenes. I think those were yeah. two intriguing things. Those were good. And um, big, most of all, I love the song that plays during the credits. I don't know if we should oh give... Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I don't know so if we should good. give credit to the episode, but I've been listening to that uh, probably 20 times now since... No, I really enjoyed... I, yeah, I wanted yeah. to... I really I, liked I, that. I can, I can link it. Yeah, armed and ready. Uh, one, yeah, definitely made me notice that we d- haven't been getting as many vocalized yeah. songs this season. I think this is either only our fourth or fifth or maybe probably there were only fourth. like in the credits yeah. there were like only like three or four listed yeah so um i think that was a huge thing that was missing in this season i love this song it's so good um i, I think i can give credit to the episode for, for that but uh yeah we can we can go through it um and uh also some great renora 
um, as a fan of the Renoir this episode. So, um, let's, let, okay. Let's start with the, the long anticipated fight scene. Um, and things go, you know, much better than expected. <laughs> they just kind of win. They just kind of win. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, the Grimm's really interesting and the way the Grimm fought was terrifying. Like, it's like Slenderman on a horse. Like, this is awful. But, and like the noises and the cracking and just, oh, I just kind of wanted to cry a little bit. And like, that was really neat, but I wasn't really that intrigued by like the fight overall. I don't know. Like, it wasn't like, it just very, it's the, it's, I mean, it's kind of the issue every fight this season has had the, you know, they keep getting hit over and over again. Jean comes up with a not revolutionary idea and then they start doing it. It also doesn't work. And then, and then they also, and it was just like a typical boss fight, but it seemed even more basic than normal. I felt like. Yeah, there was, it was, it was pretty, there, there wasn't anything that like jumps out at you in terms of like mechanics or like, Oh, that was an awesome action sequence. Um, I just thought it was a pretty competent fight overall. Like it was like, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I think the biggest thing I have to say negative about it, I'll say some positive things after is that, um, we're kind of hyping this like boss grim the entire season. And then it turns out it's this awesome, like creature from Norse mythology. It's a thing on a, it's a demon on a horse and it's supposed to be all powerful. And then like, and it turns out it's one defining attribute in the actual fight is that it's got extendo arms. Like that's it's it's, Mr. Fantastic. That's the one thing it can do. That's like, why it. does it need to be this figure from Norse mythology just to have long arms and throw them at people? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of stupid, but um, it, it was definitely like it's definitely like well designed, and the sound design is really good on it. Um, and I think they did made good use of them, <laughs> the extended arms. But yes, yeah. Uh, I think I like this this fight for its focus on the uh, like its character moments. Like, not there, none of this action was was revolutionary. It was fine though. Um, but I loved. The, I didn't, you know, I didn't love, but I thought it was good that uh, we had like a Ren uh, character sequence within the fight. I thought that um, it was mostly successful, kind of the thing of like Ren just feeling like he needs to like go crazy and defend everyone and uh, Nora has to tell him to chill. I thought they executed that pretty well. She slapped him. Yeah, I was Jeez. a fan of that. Yeah. No, that was quality. It was, a, lo- it was a loving snap. Yeah. It was like, Slap, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, get it together. Uh, I thought that was executed well. I think the. Uh, I think Ruby was fine in this fight. We had to see John with the, the sword. Um, so he like puts it in the sheath and then it extends out. Ooh. Um, thoughts on that? I mean, I really wasn't like that impressed with it. I don't know. Like, I mean, I could tell they were trying to make it a moment, but I just, I, well, I mean, we're going to talk about more about it. They have made me care about zero. Like I've absolutely cared about nothing this season. And I don't know, it doesn't look that neat. I don't, it's hard for, it's, I mean, Ruby's weapon is like the coolest thing on like the planet. And then, I don't know, I'm just like not that intrigued by oh, yeah. There's like three the things design. On, three things on response. There's, I, I saw a comment that Ru- Ruby's, they're doing too much like uh, crazy stuff with Ruby's weapon. She's like hopping on, <laughs> on her thing. The inter- I don't know. Right. I, don't, I think it's fine, but they, it's, it's a little much. Um, well, I mean, it's a gun and it's a scythe. And, she, like, she can basically fly at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, she can turn into rose petals. I, agree, I, like, yeah, <laughs> I agree, though. Crescent Rose is the, is the coolest weapon. But um, two, um, so one thing, the this finale, so you mentioned making you care about things this season. I mentioned this last, last podcast, but um, if this season has done one thing for me, it has been it's made me care about Nora like a lot. Like, I really like Nora now at uh, this past few episodes. And Nora is like one of my top 10 favorite characters. And just um, the arc that uh, Ren and Nora have been on these last three episodes, um, while not necessarily narratively incredible, I just have a lot of sympathy for Nora now. So I was very happy that we did not kill her off here. Very, very happy. Um, 
Uh, third, yeah. So back to John's weapon. Apparently, it is called uh, Crocea Moors. Uh, what? I, I assume they mentioned this earlier in the season. I would not know this, but I copy and pasted an outline that someone did. And the reason I mentioned that is this episode aired like twelve hours early in Australia because they had a convention there and they played it there. Oh yeah, I so, saw that. Yeah, so uh, someone like recapped it. So that's my outline for this. I was like, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know what the point of playing an episode like 12 hours early is for for people but, Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. i guess if you get to see something first that's a big deal um, yeah i guess yeah so john's role in this uh john was fine too much focus on john but um it was he, he was fine uh, it, was just, it was a really weird focus on him I'm like oh you're cutting the ho- the, le- the horse's legs Ooh. Yeah. oh by the way like, at the end um john's like uh, john ruby are like we can handle the arm or uh, the arms and then um john goes to take out one of its arm but he doesn't do anything ren tackles the arm for him all he does I is know, stab it I was <laughs> so so like, john you're not really handling anything here ren did he that. wasn't doing it yeah. but i was also like ren jumps on it i'm like what <laughs> yeah. made no sense and one comment on that sequence is that um everything they do at the end to kill it was pretty I like how it's strategic and smart but they could have just done that like earlier in the fight i didn't know why yeah. we i guess they needed to learn about it but you needed to learn that you need to take out its arms okay but um like, why did that take you how yeah, why did nothing, that take you being thrown 20 times yeah they're like almost going from like almost dead to beating it there's nothing i saw that should have really changed it other than learning about the monster which i didn't see much to to learn about it um, just it had big arms y'all that's it yeah at the end uh ren um yeah, they they pin it down and Ren cuts off uh, the arms and the thing. He's like for really weird. Yeah, for my mom, my dad, for myself. What do you think of that? Well, it was really weird because it was like in his head, and then he said it out loud. I'm like, this is weird. And then it was just like I under, like I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this whole like character development moment re- requiring violence and the destruction of another creature. Obviously, the Grimm are just creatures of darkness. They're not good, but I'm not. Re- I'm not usually a fan of these kinds of things, like this kind of development and st- like hit the culmination of his stories, him killing something, which is not. I don't enjoy that, and it's not very impressive to me. Yeah, I guess it's a revenge moment for his character. Um... I don't, I don't know if it played like that for me. I guess he was, it was some like emotional cathartic moment for him as like, um, maybe it's like justice or like, um, yeah. you know, it would have maybe like played. The thing is like, it really, like they were it, like almost killed them, except not really. And then they kind of beat it pretty easily. And then I don't know. It just didn't seem very much like a payoff. Also, like, I mean, it's scary, but it's not as scary as it seemed in the flashback and the build up to it. I don't know. It just all kind of fell flat for me. And so this just seemed excessive. Yeah, I agree. It could have, it could, the monster could have been like, it could have been more of like a, a threat to them. It didn't seem too much of a threat. I think the, for me, the Ren moment was mostly successful. It wasn't anything too great, but, um, considering like my expectations for what they would do with Ren this entire series, uh, this, what they did this past like two or three episodes far exceeded it, uh, the scene included. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I do think his, the focus on this, in this, Ren on these last episodes is at the expense of some other characters that could have focus, but, Definitely. um, I don't think it's like, a, I don't think it's a bad idea to just randomly focus on Ren if he's going to be a major presence in the show. Now I'm skeptical of that, so I don't necessarily know why we need to give Ren his moment here if he's going to fade back into the back, 
uh, back into the background. Um, like that's why I thought that they would die because, um, why, yeah. why randomly bring them up? So well, I guess we'll see next season if there was a reason or if this was just like a thing to do to check off like the, the series long plan type thing. <laughs> like make run a character check. Right. Like I think that's probably what it is. Um, which we'll talk I about. I would say so. Uh, we need to talk about the, uh, large Renora moment. Oh, for the first of all, Crow did not die. Um, he's in danger the whole fight. He Shot. gets moved around. So I think this was surprising that they don't kill Crow here, and he seems to be fine at the end. Yeah, I was very surprised. Yeah, we had our death watch, and nobody died. No um, one died. Shot. Which I, I have to. I think this is a good decision by them. I have to commend them um, because I think all of our death candidates were. There's no real reason to kill anyone. Like I think killing no. Crow would have been bad for the show because he's such a good character. Um, I think killing Ren and Nora wouldn't have done anything. Like, there's no real reason to do that. Uh, killing Sun could have done something, to be honest. But um, <laughs> we'll we'll save that for for next season. But yeah, like I think I think they had a chance to take some cheap debts and they didn't. So I think that's a good thing. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I th- I'm worried. I worry that the only reason they didn't do that is because this is like not like a th- uh, like a one like a third season finale. Like it's more of like a like a first out of the arc right, of three yeah. seasons. You know, so it's not as big. So, We're not done yet, right? So we'll we'll see, but um, I I, I do like that um, no cheap deaths here. Uh, la- okay, before Mistral, the last things are the Ren and Nora moments. Renora, big big stuff here. Cute. Yeah. So uh, our big moments we have um the handhold, adorable. The uh, head on shoulder, the lean. Cute. Yeah, and then, so, <laughs> Nora leans uh, into Ren here, and then later in the comforting John scene also leans onto John as, like, the group moment, and then, uh, like, Ren puts his hand on her shoulder. Nora, double Nora lean. I double guess that's Nora a, lean. I guess that's her go-to move. And that's then we thing. Have, so I think all of those are great, and then we have, like, a Ren, a Nora tackling Ren, and that is all cute. I actually was pretty, I know I'm sounding kind of tending cheap, but I'm pretty into the Ren and Nora moments this episode. And, but last, we also had the, um, the thing pens pins uh pin pen the thing pins uh linguistic joke pin, pens uh ren to the unintentional ren to the thing and then like pe- pe- pins nora and then uh. and then ren like looks up to see like if she's okay and she's like don't look thoughts why thoughts? why so unnecessary <laughs> it was super so unnecessary why did they do that Oh, it just is so irritating. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. First of all, it wasn't funny. Second of all, it was like crass. Third of all, it, the most, and potentially most importantly, it completely like took away from the tension of the fight. Like, yeah, no, it was like, Ruby does this all the time and it's so frustrating and baffling. Like, I'm like, why do you do this? This is very, like, very much an anime move. Like, if they're trying to emulate anime, but like, it's not, you had a good thing going. That was one of the tensest moments of the fight and you're just completely dra- taking tension away. So, yeah, because like, I thought she died. Like, I was like, oh my God. And then she was fine, which I was like, thank God. And then that happened. I was like, I'm irritated. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I guess it serves as like a romantic instigating moment to like make us believe the Ooh. the romantic payoff. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, that was super. Unnecessary. I'm still not convinced it's a romantic payoff. <laughs> like what the, the hell? Yeah, they they should have. What do you think? Okay. I'm fine. Like my thing is like to me, it doesn't matter if they're friends or if they're like yeah. together. Obviously, if it was a like I mean, I'll be honest, and some people might be like that's hypocritical because I'll be like, shut up. If it was two girls or two guys, I'd be like, um, you know, like I would want this to be more explicit. I, you know, I'd want it to be romantic. Depend, like I mean, I guess depending on the characters, unless they like hated each other or something. Right. So we we view this as romantic because uh, we straight default for romances. 
So, um, like, I everyone who watches is going to be like, oh, Ren and Nora romance. Like, one of them has feelings, then they had this handled moment. Because, like, this. I even had the thought that, you know, after they're on, when they're on, like, the rescue ship, which I'm going to complain about those for, like, at least five minutes, because, like, where the heck were you, like, five episodes? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Like, really? That's, ne- that's next, yeah. But, like, so, you know, they hold hands, and they do that, and, I, and like, the, the first lean, and I was like, oh, are they going to just be magically together now? And then... You know, we get it you know, a little bit more later, and I'm just still like, I mean, I did, I don't care for one. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it really, I really don't care. Would you, would you have liked to seen them kiss this episode? Not for t- like, I don't, I, I don't care. It's not, I don't really care. I, to me, their like friendship is more important to me than like any sort of romantic thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, especially, especially like they've known each other since they were so young, and the like i feel like the kind of brother sister relationship is a bit more important than like just having kind of a cheap romance that's like it doesn't matter if they're together or not so like the romance is kind of unnecessary i think that's what they're going for with that like i, I think they probably thought about it and said like um given that we showed their backstory it would make might take away if we showed some romantic moment um i i would say if you're gonna have them ever uh, if you're ever going to have, like, Ren and Norcus, it should have been now. That's fair, yes. Uh, like, I, would, I, I think yeah. this is the moment to do it. And then if you're going to fade them into the background a little bit, then you can kind of have them just being a couple, like, as, like, kind of minor side characters, which they probably is going to happen anyway. Um, and then it's like, oh, Ren and Nora are still together, and that's nice. Like, I think that that's, a that's like, a good narrative move to make, is give them their moment, pay it off, and then if they're going to be a couple in the background, do it later. As opposed right. to, like, they kiss when they're, like, as in some sort of, like, big moment, like, season six when we have the... <laughs> or like uh yeah see, see our, our actual finale for this arc of three and then like like the it was it's like oh you're alive and they kiss but they're not the spotlight of the arc or something i think that's that's like worse so i would have preferred right. to have you now um also the show um it's worth noting the show really doesn't do romance overly no it hasn't like we've, ne- we've seen zero we've seen feelings um but we haven't really seen uh anything like any overtly romantic moments i I guess we saw the kiss last season with pierre and john right that's our biggest thing that's about it and that was like played for tragedy so um i i I wonder if i i I think it's a little i the show doesn't need to do romance if it doesn't want to i do think it comes across as a little uh, comes across a little immature though to just of like the narrative to just never do it like but to hint at it um yeah, it, I would agree. Like, if they didn't, if they didn't talk about it at all, it wouldn't matter. But they hint at it kind of constantly. Like, if if this show just doesn't want to do romantic feelings, then that's great. Like, there's shows that do that. But uh, I, I do think you should probably pay off something. <laughs> some, some. Yeah, like if it's because they hint at it all the time, and it's like, okay, if you're gonna do that, you kind of have to deliver. What better romance to pay off than Ren and Nora, who? Not uh, literally everyone like is fine with <laughs> like uh, yes. <laughs> it's the safest possible ship to to do. Uh, so I, so I mean they they do get kind of get into stuff with John and Pira, but like that's the different situation. I don't know. And then she died. It's, it's a little like, annoying. Uh, that being said, if we're if we're uh, increased Ren and Nora in the narrative now, then maybe this is a continuing arc. So I think that'd be like I think it's kind of interesting for like the romantic feelings under the surface of like the long deep bond that they've had and how they deal right. with that. Like that's kind of an interesting story to tell. I they definitely will not tell that story, but right. uh like that that would kind of be interesting. Anyway, there's our Ren and Nora discussion. So, um that we're was more We're also kind of we're also hardwired like basically every like show ever the like best friends into like romantic. Like it's that's like every, it's so deeply ingrained in media. So yeah, it is. So it's kind of an, an audience expectation. Yeah, I mean, for the record, they the show has clearly shown Nora feelings for Ren. So it's not like this is coming out of. Right. It's not like this is an interpretation thing. So, okay. 
Um, so then our ships show up. Um, like, really? <laughs> oh, also, I'm extra irritated. I, for two seconds, was like, oh my god, is it Weiss and Yang? And then it wasn't. And yeah, I was like, I'm irritated. Them. Yeah, th- thoughts on the ship showing up to save Crow conveniently after the fight. Um, super convenient. It's actually the most irritating thing ever because it's like, you know, and again, I'll talk about it when we talk about the season as a whole. It's like, where were you? Like, f- like, how many Grim have we fought? Like, where have you been? How yeah. far out do you patrol? Like, we are literally on top of Mistral, and now y'all show up. Like, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I, a lot of people have that reaction. I'm gonna defend it a little bit because uh, I saw. So first of all, I saw like um, there are like things slowly coming out of the Australia showing, and it's like ships show up to save the day out of nowhere, and I was like, really? That's how they beat the monster? And I was glad that's not what happened. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's um, fair. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think that this kind of makes sense, and they kind of do it uh decently well. Like, there's a line of one of the two random guys on the ship kind of explaining in the background while focusing on another character um from the sh- i'm not sure if this is what they intended but it seems like over like there was mountains separating uh the village that they're Kuroyuri from just like right to mistral um if that was the case then them patrolling right around the area the area i think would make sense well i mean the patrol obviously makes sense like it's a giant like like it- I, I don't know if they're i don't know if they're actually that close to each other though because <laughs> like, i don't uh, know if we just jumped to it but um, yeah well i mean i do i mean it makes sense. And of course, this is a super like, this is so not new. This is such a thing that happens in like every battle movie ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then like they finally come and like they're in a big ship and like, you know, yeah. every sci fi movie ever this happens. Yeah, narratively, so the, narratively, it doesn't bother me because we'd already finished the conflict, basically. Like, yeah. they're not really intervening. Like, once we beat the thing, okay, whatever, we're in Mistral. For I mean, me. it's like, a super, it's a super, like, expected ending. Like, it happens yeah. all the time. It's not, it gets whatever. And it's, I mean, it is uninteresting because, like, this literally is in every movie. Yeah. But it's... It I don't think just, I don't think it's of super narrative consequence. Like I do, I think right, I think it it's in it's however you want to do the falling action and getting to yeah. the the thing is whatever. But, but it was nice because we didn't have to have some stupid long trick. Yeah, let's accelerate it. This, yeah, this is the idea. I agree. Um, so annoying. Okay, yeah, I I I feel and many many people have this comment. Um, so we're in Mistral. What do you think of? Uh, we get this wide shot of it. There's like a wa- I don't know how to describe it. It's like a waterfall, a thing on top of it, like sur- surrounding. It seemed very pretty. I don't know it's gorgeous. I'm really excited to see like the like how we explore it and like really looking at it. Then it was kind of it kind of sucked though because it was so pretty. And then it's like look at this really bland room we're in. Yeah, and we're gonna uh, be in this room for like five minutes. This season and last season, both the both finales. Uh, first half the climactic action sequence. Second half us being in a, a generic looking room that we've never been in before. Yes, it looked yeah. exa- and it looked just like like yeah. Ruby with like it looked the exact same. Yeah. And I understand like oh, it's so interesting narratively. Ruby was hurt and Crow was there. And now Crow's hurt. No, no, no. Okay, I mean, I feel like this. We're just talking about the scenery, but you know. Well, I, well, I mean, there's like the thematic, oh, just the, like, the, the thematic connection for the the location, yeah. which to Whatever. me it's like well, it's, well, at the end of last season, Ruby and Crow, like Ruby was hurt and Crow was there, and then now it's Crow and yeah. Ruby, which is like that's like. Like at a basic kindergarten level, that's thematically interesting. But yeah. after that, I'm like, whatever. I think I think a lot of these decisions are made like where to where to put this ending sequence are made kind of on a level of what's easiest to animate. Probably, uh, yeah, because they just rush the production so much. So I think they do a lot of stuff like this. Like if you if you look at like non action shots, a lot of times they're just kind of like walking in place, and it's like I can understand. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I really think they should not. Apparently, this finale was finished um, 
like 16 hours before it aired. Uh, what? I don't understand why they need to rush production. I, like, this is the stupidest thing. They, they, they make it and they schedule it at the same place and they all know each other. Like, just give yourselves more time to, also, like, to finish this. We're in volume four. Your fan yeah. base is here, fam. Like you're gonna watch yeah, it. Like no, I've can... been, I've been railing on the series, the, like the the season, the whole time, and I'm still watching it. Like yeah. <laughs> your fan base is here. It's online. There really isn't any pressure. I don't really. That's kind of like Just they're yet. creating this pressure for no reason. Just give yourself another month, please. Like in production, I don't. It would really don't help, and we would there appreciate would... it. No, I, yeah, I mean, just for, like why? I don't understand working close to deadlines that much. Like I, that's just like, especially when like there's no reason to do that. Like there's no reason to have this like like insane deadline when you're in charge of yourself. <laughs> yeah. No sense. Yeah, I mean, clearly they're under pressure to stick to a year schedule now. Right. Um, there's talk. Uh, the, the Rooster Teeth boss going around giving interviews. Ruby's great. We need to do more things with Ruby. Uh, and then he's like spouting off about how they want to do a live action movie now. Oh, um, God. Yeah. It's, it's not like anything that they've I, like ordered or have like direct plans for, but he's like, yeah, we're going to do more things with Ruby. We're going to have a live action movie. It's going to be great. Like, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. 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 Yep. We'll, see, okay. we'll see how that goes. But, yeah. Is, is this going to be before after season 13? I right. mean, probably, probably after <laughs> second season 13. But no, but hearing him talk about it, the franchise, um, it's, I understand the season 13 thing. Like they're just, this is like a, a clear moneymaker for them now. So they're just, they're yes. just doing it. So, um, just yeah. milk it. It's okay. It happens. I guess, I guess so. Um, so, uh, Ruby, this Ruby writing scene. So we, uh, have Ruby writing a letter to Yang and, um, she says some generic stuff about the journey they've been on. Then we like cut to montage. We have Weiss leaving on an airship. We have, um, Blake, uh, with son in her dad's office which looking is at flags question looking mark. at flags yeah so i my interpretation of this scene is she has the red flag and then we cut back to it and she's like uh happy with this new blue flag which i think symbolizes um her desire to change the direction of the white fang um from like red angry white fang to now uh blue uh her new uh direction for the white fang so it's well, kind of just going along with what we had last episode well what i was interested about was i don't think it's like new like i think these were like like what the white fang was and now what the white fang is currently because i'm kind of like it was really weird because it's like in the box right <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know if she, like, made the blue flag or if it was, that's, like, there. That's what was interesting to me was, like, yeah. you know, maybe this was the first flag. Yeah. That, yeah, which which would which would kind of be an interesting direction. It's, like, restore the white fang. Right. Which I think that, I mean, yeah. I think that's the idea. It is restore. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought that, yeah. So we're it's not. Same general concept. Yeah. I think most notably, like, we're still doing, again, emphasizing the new direction of the white fang thing with Blake. And she's not in mistral um yang uh leaves uh goes on the ship that um blake took in the beginning of the season we get to see uh the captain and cute crew member again yes very uh, were, were you happy to see her return of course would i was like, like to <gasps> see... cutie would you like to see her be a main character now I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> and uh, and then she gets... And so first, you see that happen first. Like, oh, she's... Oh, my God, Bumblebee, she's headed to Menagerie, because that's the ship Blake took. Right. But then later, she's at the signpost, um, and she's at like, no, Baffle. she's headed she's headed what? to Mistral. So. Very confusing. Granted, they're, like, close together, right? Like Right. So I guess you take the same ship either way. Um, I don't know if they intended that to be a misdirection or not, but it was. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, definitely. I was like, oh, Bumblebee. But yeah. no. Right. So we have... Um, 
Weiss and uh, Yang essentially in Mistral already, where they're they're going to be there presumably in the premiere of next season. But Blake is still in Menagerie, although they the White Fang plot is headed towards uh, Mistral anyway. So, so maybe she's, she's heading there, please. right? So I would say Team Ruby reunion very soon. Yes, I, it is. It is possible we see uh, Ruby minus Blake first, though, together, and then Probably. Blake, and then like Blake brings the crux of the action of the season to Mistral yeah. type of thing, and also like that would also be a really good moment for Blake. The like the three of them and like Blake and that really awkward kind of like you know Blake left Blake has done this before right like, that so would be, she, that would she be a really yeah. good moment yeah so like she shows up and they're all together already and they have to address that as for her leaving and that'd be good for her arc yeah I agree that would just uh, be good for Team Ruby in general yeah um this uh, picture of Ruby in the uh, Lang household of the uh, new friends picture Cute. um which uh. It's like Avatar, old friends, right, new friends. Right, right. Uh, there's a, a San Diego Comic-Con promotional poster of uh, Avatar, Korra, old friends, new friends. It's um, on the background of my laptop for a very long time. Right. Like, is this an, I, and my question is like, this is such an obvious reference to, it's like a group right. proto, new friends. Like I, the show also is just, is just constantly, uh, it's Avatar. You, you constantly being Avatar. So I'm pretty sure this is an homage to the old friends, new friends. So it's kind of, it's not really a thing from the show is like promotional material. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really like that picture. That's, that's, yeah, that's it's a cute. Good picture. Yeah. Um, and if you zoom in, I saw this number post. If you zoom in like 600%, uh, <laughs> you can see, you can see that Weiss's <laughs> hand is on Ruby's shoulder. <laughs> you have to zoom in really far. Though. How 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 alive do you feel right now? I was pretty alive about that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the bumblebee is more obvious. Like Yang has her arm around Blake's arm. Like that's that's very clear in the picture. But you have to like zoom zoom in to see to see the white rose. There's my there's my evidence for the season of the white rose. There you it's go. White rose, right there. Yeah. Bam. Done. No, it's it's not hidden. You just have to find it. <laughs> you just <laughs> gotta find it. It's <laughs> like it's like uh, archaeology. Like you yeah. gotta you gotta dig for no, it, man. Yeah, dude. It's it's happening. Confirmed canon from this Everyone's picture. Everyone's gay. It's fine. Yeah, that's it's happening. Okay. Um. So yeah. So what do you think about uh, how they handled these? Uh, we can get to the Ruby write letter writing next. But what do you think of how they handle these shots of um Team Ruby minus Ruby uh, on their like journey? I really liked it. Like it's not my issue with the montage. Mm-hmm. It's really I really liked it. Um. Of course, you know, I I wasn't anticipating seeing everyone. Even seeing Oscar was like almost. Like, it was like, oh, okay, Oscar's doing something cool. And, like, seeing the train, like, going to Mistral, that was like, okay, we're getting somewhere finally. Yeah, we also see Oscar, yeah, going, too. And it was, like, I really liked it. Um, It's, and, like, I mean, we'll talk about it more in a minute, but, like, you know, Ruby talking and seeing all of them, and she's talking about Team Ruby, like, it's really, it's really good. And it's, it's a, it's a moment that I wish we could have had a lot earlier in the season. Yeah. But, like, that's, I mean, it was good. I really enjoyed it. And seeing everyone is always great. Yeah. Um, a little bit of the time skip theory confirms slightly. Like they yeah. didn't show, they didn't show up for the fight, but clearly Yang goes a further distance than Ruby does in, a sh- in the same amount of time. So right. the Yang stuff was happening a little bit earlier, I guess, because she takes yeah. that whole ship and yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that too. Yeah. Which I, 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 like, I'm glad they didn't stress about how to handle that. Like it's fine. We don't care. Like you yeah, can we show. Don't care. Yeah. Just have them together. Okay. Just, yeah. just. Yeah, so, so this is all in the context of Ruby writing a letter. What? So what are your um, thoughts on this? On this, uh, just whole sequence here. Okay. Well, at first, it's like kind of like I like I'm glad Ruby's talking. I love Ruby. Like my child, please speak. Like you're adorable. Just talk. But she's sitting there writing the letter, and you said earlier, like she's just saying really generic things, <laughs> and she's writing it, and it's like it's like also like you can kind of see the words, like you can see the word sis, and that's about it. Yeah, you see hey sis, but that's it. And yeah. it's really weird, and then. Like, 
I'm glad like her talking, doing the montage is really great. Her writing a letter is fine. But to me, I'm just so like, why did this take thir- it was like what, 12, 13 episodes? Why did this take so long? Like, that's what all this did for me was just like, why did we spend so much time on all this stuff that like is really boring? So like tw- it took 12 episodes and we're here. And I'm like, I feel like this could have happened in episode five. And then like the whole like, oh, I hope you've been getting my other letters. And I think her dad, like her dad was like for like, made a very brief mention. Well, that's the other confusing thing. Like you read her letter and it's like, is that the first letter? Is that like one of the letters she sent? Yeah. Like it just, this whole like, oh, I've been writing you letters. Like, okay, BS, that's fine. And then like, I just, the delivery of it irritated me. And she's just, she's not saying anything interesting, which is what bothered me. Like, I'm glad she's talking, but like the dialogue was really like stale and when she's talking about Team Ruby, that was really great. I'm really glad because it's like, because you've had very few men, like, you know, other than Blake, like, we really haven't had members of Team Ruby talking about each other, which is very upsetting because that's why I watched the show. And like, it's called Ruby, right? So I just, it didn't, it didn't really land that well for me. It went on kind of too long and I just, she wasn't saying anything that interested me. And it was just kind of like, and also like, for me, it was just, why did this take so long? And now yeah. we're at the end of the season. And it just, this definitely, you know, I like, okay, if, this, if it's a three season arc, that's fine. But it's also, it took 12 episodes to get here. And it's like, I'm bored. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very fair. Fair. And I, so I agree with you on the context of, um, like, why is this is, this is like a clear, like, episode three thing. And it's a here in episode 12. Um, I'm trying, in, in my attempt to view this in a vacuum, that's fair. Um, I, I would say that I, I very much enjoyed the scene. Um, generic dialogue aside, because everything Ruby says, at one point she's like, um, and, uh, things are tough, and it wasn't just the monsters we faced. And it's like, stop, Miles, stop writing that line. Like, you did that last episode, and it was terrible then, too. Like, And then at the end, when she, like, crosses it out, and she's like, that we haven't lost yet, I'm like, okay, you just kind of sound like a poster. <laughs> right, yeah, that was, like, Miles' big moment. It's like, the people who we, no, who we haven't lost. Um, I bought that one. <laughs> okay, I think that was fine, but, um... It was. I read fan fiction that had made me right. feel more than this. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is clearly wasn't great writing. I think you can write more specifically, Miles. But um, overall, this moment really landed for me. Um, I was uh, enjoy. I was. I, I'm in. I don't know. So the. I think the primary reason this lands for me is I have such an incredible amount of um, like attachment to Ruby as a character, and, this and she's is finally like, talking. Like, and this is the first time that attachment is like paid off in any major way this season. So um, <laughs> that's just, fair. Like Ruby doing anything. There's a few shot close up shots of her just being the most adorable, like in this finale, and it just like I don't know, just her her monologue. I was like super into it. Like I I. Very super attached to Ruby, well, and um, I think that's yeah. totally fair. Especially, yeah. I mean, and I felt that too. It's like, oh, um, finally, Ruby's talking. It was just for me. It was like, it's. I'm irritated that I'm like, kind of like, yay! I'm really happy this happened. Like, you made me desperate for this, and it still wasn't good. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel you. It really, it really. To be honest, it wasn't a good scene. It was. I, 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 I thought it was good. Definitely in the context of of like the deficits of the season type yeah. of thing. Like, is like a sorely needed scene for me. Um. I don't know. I'll take, to be honest, like, I'll, it's not like last season, this moment last season of just like going over the silver eyes and Ruby talking to Yang. I'll take this over that. Like, well, yeah, that's fair. You know, I, I thought this was fine. I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, we need to work on the generic rating, I think. Um, yeah, so then we get to our, uh, our, oh, by the way, thoughts on Yang's. People were freaking, uh, Yang, there's a lot of Yang fans, um, a vocal Yang fans, despite her, you know, never being on the screen. And, um, thoughts on her outfit redesign people were very excited for that i mean i thought it was cool 
Yeah. So like, looked- it looked really neat. And, like, okay, I'm confused about the purple, like, knee thing. Like, why is it purple? But other than that, it, it's cool. Like, her outfit's cool. Um, Her yeah. arm is awesome. Yeah. So... Yeah, and then this uh, post credit scene, we can talk about this here, which um, I think is from the perspective of Yang, um, which it's kind of talking about how um, I'm, I'm, you know, like ready to get back at it and type of stuff. And it's called uh, Armed and Ready. Sorry. Ar- <laughs> I don't know who wrote that. If that's armed, Yang is now armed. Like who giggled? She was not armed before. <laughs> she was not armed. Like who? Who? It was like yeah. armed and ready. Like who did armed this? Like I don't, wow. yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if like um, Jeff and Casey write the songs or if I think they probably do. So I think, but um, yeah, this song I really loved this this song. Like Solid. go listen to it. Yes, five minutes. But um, the post credit the cre- during the credit song is always really good. I think this one from season two is like excellent. But um, big fan of this song. Definitely got me to like I mentioned. I we already said this talking point. But like, why didn't we have more uh, vocal songs this yeah, season? It, like, it definitely like it definitely stood out to me. Like. I lo- love the song. I was sitting there like jamming. I was like, yes. Yeah. It made watching the super long credits like bearable. And then we get to it and like it says, shows all the list of songs. I'm like, we really have not had any songs. That I just wanted to jam. Like I buy all the songs and I'm like, I haven't really felt jamming this season. Like <laughs> I haven't felt jamming this season. Delaney 2017. Yeah. Delaney just wants to feel more jamming. And there's no G on that word. It's jamming. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. Is like gif famine. It's like that. No, um, what? that. Uh, uh, so there's there's three other. Like, I I know what I was going for. There's three other sequences here at the end. So we have Cinder, our Cinder check, and of her practicing her powers again. And um, Emerald, who decides to exist um, for two seconds. Yeah, another one of my top ten characters built up my Emerald sympathy last season and did nothing with her now. So that's great. Uh, she projects an image of her because, oh yeah, remember she has these, uh, deception projection powers, um, cause the whole just, tiny thing. Just a yeah. quick reminder. Yeah. Uh, she, and Cinder fires Ruby, fire bends a Ruby. And, yep. uh, she's, she's angry and she is looking fab to be honest. And Salem's um, like, I'm so proud of you. You're ready to kill. Yeah. Thoughts on that scene? Um, I was like, okay. Now I remember why we hate Cinder. <laughs> Yeah, don't firebend at uh, the baby. Come on, you know don't exactly. Do that. Like, yeah. also, and also, like the whole like she's kneeling. Like that was rude. Like, yeah, jeez. Presumably, in the situation, she's given up. Like, like <laughs> let's let's chill like, here. Yeah, like, yeah, can we like calm down? Like, yeah. Who? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought that, that I, I'm glad we checked in on her. I didn't think we'd see them again. Um, Just a quick reminder. They didn't really, there's not, yeah, there's not really a purpose. I guess we're showing Cinder getting back up, and maybe Cinder will be a force next season. Um, I think the most intriguing thing in the finale was our um, our uh, our pre credit scene of uh, we see where it seems like we're about to finally see Lionheart, Professor Lionheart, who I presume this is, is really the, creepy. By the way, like I was like, is he dead? Like, <laughs> yeah, I presume this is the Leo from last episode, Leo Lionheart, but not confirmed. That, that would make um, a lot of sense because they they do dumb alliteration and stuff a lot yeah, they would do uh, that. yeah uh we're about to see him but no he's sitting down and having tea with dr watts who we haven't dun, seen dun, dun, since uh, season, since episode one and i didn't remember was a person but no, i was he just is. like oh he's evil <laughs> that's all i remember he was the most he was the most interesting one from episode one but i did not remember him right yeah it's like, and okay. and uh you, dr watts says um it's salem did always say you were quite hospitable so not so lionheart in coots with dr watts but that might be ambiguous because it's like oh is he is dr watts like under in disguise um but no he makes it clear like salem is yeah. in with, with lionheart too so um i'm i'm worried Uh-oh. about this next season because like like 
they're gonna like oh all, we're gonna have this like Lionheart we know Lionheart's evil and then Lion we did the characters like, don't know for like half the, all over again yeah like Lionheart doesn't know for like we the characters don't know for like half the season and it's like okay this is you know but um I thought this was well done uh in the context of uh, where we are in the story it, well I would I would agree and also especially like we haven't met this character before um, we're kind of we're kind of going in with the assumption that Lionheart is um. Is, is evil it would be really interesting if a twist next season was that he was like a double agent um, right that would be neat yeah but i think that this is like a really great way to uh to leave us off uh until until the next season oh I would, yeah it's definitely like oh something interesting finally happened mistral definitely seems doomed if yeah, uh, the guy doomed. we're relying on is with salem Rip and mistral. also the white fang is revolting in mistral like yeah, um no bueno nothing is nothing good is happening in mistral right now yeah um other other thoughts on this um i mean it's like so it's interesting that you know we're going in thinking that lionheart's evil i'm a little concerned that if he is actually evil having a very irritating repeat of volume three yeah because that was like it was interesting you know cinder like what they were doing but it was also like it went on for so long and it was like okay we know like we know y'all come on get get a clue and then if we do that again especially like we just had the fall of Beacon, and I don't really want to watch Haven fall because, like, I don't know, like, the idea of, like, they were going to each one and they fall. Like, I mean, going to an ultimate battle would make sense, but I don't know. It just, it just seems kind of cheap. Yeah, I, I don't want to, no repeat of season three. Let's do something different. I agree. Right, like, it's like, especially since we're leading up and we're trying to have this, like, kind of hopeful tone, if it's kind of all for naught, that's not really going to... That's going to be also like after that, it's like, would Team Ruby you want to do anything anymore? Like, we've finally like pulled ourselves out of like the abyss. Come on. Like, yeah. I, I, it does seem like if they're doing Avatar, then, um, if you want to just repeat the structure of Avatar the Last Airbender, then you lose Mistral as well. Then you retreat to one of the other two kingdoms. Then you lose that one. And then you only have one left. And then you like mount the comeback and then you win. Right. Um, if they're like long term looking at it like that, but um, I hope it's more interesting than just uh, you know, than just we another another uh, the, the season three repeat. For Especially sure. the structure, like in Avatar, it was a little bit different. Like I, you know, time wise, it might end up evening out, but like the structure of this season does not make it. Like we've dragged it out so long, and if they if this takes so long, it's not good. Like you know, it was different with Avatar; it, things happen very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, our other, our post credit scene is uh, we see Crow, uh, and then Oscar comes up to Crow. I rolled my eyes so hard because it's Crow at the bar. I'm like, are you serious? Again, yeah. Like, I Crow's okay, back to drinking. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Oscar's like, uh, asked, uh, I'm supposed to ask to give you to get my cane. And he says, it's good to have you back, Oz. So, um, thoughts? Snore. I mean, I'm glad, like, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised this happened. Like, I was expecting this to kind of take a little bit longer. So I'm glad we're going to, we had this, like, we didn't have some stupid, like, you have to pass a test or something ridiculous. Yeah. I'm interested to see how, like, like, when we introduce Oscar to, like, Ruby, like, how is this going to go? <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, there's some, there's some funny, <laughs> like, fan art and stuff on this already. But, um, yeah, I, I'm glad we, we went right to this. Uh, it does make me question what the point of all our Oscar scenes this season were. Yeah, uh, like, yeah I don't like, yeah, I, I guess it's, we need to understand who Oscar is and then we need to understand the connection, but we don't really understand the connection, um, with Osben. He's just in his head. <laughs> That's all we know. Yeah. Um, 
regardless, here's here's Oscar. Um, is the well, and mostly we'll see how this goes. I don't know. Uh, I'm it's really weird. Yeah. Um. So there's the there is the finale. Oh, uh, overall, I I quite enjoyed. Um, you're more man. So there you go. Yep. Yep. Okay. Let's get into our season long discussion. Um. First, let me read. Uh, I think Andy's ask is a good. Uh, Transition. Here's patron Andy says, uh, each episode of Ruby is a new exercise in frustration. <laughs> so I, I feel like that's what Delaney says, but, Me. um, yeah, I think the one I'll focus on is what was even the purpose of the season. This could have, uh, all been resolved in two or three episodes tops. The final fight was kind of pointless and Ruby did almost nothing. Was there a reason Ruby couldn't talk until the end of the finale? Separate question. Did they need to hide which way Yang was going? It's just frustrating, not intriguing. I predict no team Ruby next season. Interesting. Uh, um, the so last I prediction. I don't think they were really. Yeah, I mean, they kind of do that. They could have just shown Yang take uh, take off into the mistral part, but um, regardless, I don't think it really like even if Yang goes to uh, Crow Yuri, I don't know what that does. So um, it's like Yang's going to mistral, whatever. Uh, no Team Ruby. I'm going to disagree. I think we will see Team Ruby episode one next season. I will not, say not not Blake though. I think we'll see no. potentially two or three of them. You know, I agree that I mean, not maybe not episode episode one. Like I'm definitely early, like episode two three um yeah that being said this season i said they'd be back together for sure by episode six no yeah that didn't happen i think i said episode four actually so you know i definitely feel andy on the like what was even the point i mean i've been saying the whole time it's like all of this could have happened in like three episodes right so let's okay let's do our season-long discussion i have a i need to give a disclaimer so um disclaimer what you're about to hear is our opinion this is just our opinion you are allowed to disagree. This is not definitive. Um, if you disagree, we're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're allowed to have opinions on the overall structure of the season. Also, um, we like the show. <laughs> this is this is uh, rewind to our first our pre-season podcast. <laughs> this is literally what we said. <laughs> I just said positive things about the finale, so I think we've covered this. Okay. Um, so, okay, so I, I'm going to make the general point. Um, I am referring to the plot, the events that happened. We can get into character later. We can get into whatever later. The plot, um, there is extremely little that happened this season, right? Like zero percent. Right. There are people that disagree with this, for the record. Um, no, I know, I know. I yeah. we talked about my friends yeah. who disagree, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> smart there's smart people in the comments who are being civil who disagree with this. So good job for being civil. But being civil, um, thank yeah. you. But yeah, it's um really what happened event wise this season. Like, um, they're in Mistral now. Okay, so it was about the journey. To Mistral. Other than that, we learned some stuff about like Oscar. We meet new villains. Um, like in a really vague creation of the world story. Yeah, we added more to the mythology. We wed. Uh, we did start being plot things. <laughs> we did nothing with the relics this season. It, no. it, if unless the cane is a relic, then we do a slight thing at the end of the season. But we don't even know if the cane is a relic. Like the only actual kind of like consequential plot thing that really happened was Tyrion. And that's really right. It. That that's the thing, I guess. Like the main thing that happened this season was the villains in episode one. They send Tyrion out. Tyrion attacks them. Crow gets hurt. Uh, Tyrion reports back. That's something that I expected to have happen the next episode, and that took the entire season. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. Um, they it's mostly them walking, and we have Crow's injury, which doesn't even matter. Um, it's it's um. 
the the important part is not that nothing happened because there's a bunch of I watch animes all the time where the there's no plot and uh, <laughs> that is the entire purpose of the show. It's not necessary for things to happen to have good uh, good narrative, good good show. The problem is that it was boring. I would say yes, is that it was not very interesting for me. Well, it's also like this isn't what Ruby is. That's the thing. Like, you know, Ruby isn't a slice of life anime. <laughs> like, Ruby is, you know, you, the first two seasons, it's like battle school and it's super awesome. And like, that's the whole point. Like, they're they going did, to school. They did like, have a giant food fight in yeah, <laughs> season true. two. But yeah. But, but it's like, you know, they're going to school and they're doing like school things, they're learning how to fight. We have like some epic battles. Volume three, we have like an epic showdown. Like, typically, like, we're kind of dealing with intrigue and, you know, we're kind of trying to save the world. That's basically always Ruby. Like, we've got to save something. And, you know, this, it wasn't interesting, which that's my same thing. And, I've, you know, I've talked to some people and they're like, oh, we're building up to something. It's like, great. Did it have to take 12 episodes? I don't think so. Yeah. But And also, what are we building up to? I don't even know. I don't really care. That's the problem. Like, you can have build up. That's cool. Do that. We built up stuff in Volume 3. Me and Dylan called all of it. We're like, this is going to happen. This is cool. Then it happened and we were, like, sad and it was really awesome. And, like, we had, like, this epic moment. But, you know, it's like, I don't even care what's happening. I really don't. And, you know, that, you know, yeah, you're like, oh, well, it doesn't, there doesn't have to be stuff happening all the time. Like, while that's true, I kind of want to be interested in what I'm watching. Like, I feel like they, you know, you know, the show has an obligation to entertain me. And I don't think it, I don't think it succeeded, right? Like, this, like, this season. Right. Just boring. Um, And if you, and that's a subjective thing. So that's something that you might have And if it entertained you, I'm happy for you. Because I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, I I think, I think so. I, here's, I think this so, um, I'm about to diagnose it, but, um, I think that this is the worst season of the show. Yes, by far. Right. Um, Which I, I, I figured this out like several episodes ago, and I was like, I miss Volume 3. And I complained right. about Volume 3 all throughout Volume 3. <laughs> like, I, I think, like, here's geez. the thing. I think Volume 3 has like probably two, three, four episodes that are worse than any episode this season. Yeah. Like, I like this season was, the ba- the best thing this season was, it was pretty consistent. It, it was, was boring, like, there's no, but there, there wasn't anything awful about there it. There weren't any duds. It was, it was fine the entire time. Volume three, the beginning of it, we called the first half of volume four better than the first half of volume three, um, which I still stand by. The problem is uh, that volume three is like going somewhere and has really interesting stuff later. And um, the season uh, just gets worse as it goes on, kind of. Well, the thing is, like, it's great to be consistent, but it's also like it's stagnant. It wasn't interesting. And like, I'm glad the quality and we only had a few like up the skirt moments that maybe want to like bang my head into the wall. Right. There's no like last season had the Adam Yang arm moment, which yeah. is the worst thing the show's done. There's nothing like that this season, right? You know, which and like the, the, like good. I'm glad we're learning, right. but then there's also like it's still boring. Yeah. Um. Before we get into like, uh, I mean, we're, this isn't going to take that long, but uh, so I'd rank the seasons um two, one, three, four from best to worst. I would agree with you. Yeah. Um. I don't think the difference between three and four is like very large. Uh. No, but I do think really. it's like it's like substantial. It's like significant, but not that large. Well, anyway. at least volume three has something going for it, and that stuff happened. Right. For for me, there's a big the bigger differences between one and two and three and four, basically. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would agree. It's like, yeah. um, except looking back, it's like one and two is almost. It's like the one the one and two probably have like one at one has the t- terrible John bullying arc. Right. Um. There's like the, the show is like much more cra- like crude in seasons one and two. It's like not yes. as developed. One thing I will say, season four, um, production values wise was much better than any other season of the show. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, 
the animation was better. Uh, the, you know, just everything from the sound design to the use of music. I will say there weren't as many great songs, which is a big hindrance for me. But, yeah. um, in terms of production, they're definitely getting it. Like, I, I do think that, uh, it's, it, it definitely like season four could just be a show that airs on TV. Uh, season one could absolutely not. So that's a yeah, huge progression. That's a huge progression. So that's, that's, but that's not super important to me. I will say that. Like, I, I definitely acknowledge that. But in terms of like, what's the best season? That's not that important to me. Yeah, I would agree. Like, it's pretty, but I didn't care. Yeah. Um, so here's the two main reasons I think season four is the worst season of the show. Um, number one is that, um, there's not plot movement, which makes the show not, this season not very engaging. We talked about that. Number two is that the main draw of the show, the re- interactions of Team Ruby is gone. Yep. Um, bah. which is, which is the whole premise of the season, right? <laughs> like the, this, this season is them saying, let's do a, let's do a separation season. Um, but it resulted in the show losing its heart, like its main dynamic. And the it wasn't even about their separation. It wasn't. Yeah. And they, the thing is, they didn't even talk about each other when they're away. You can have something that's about their dynamic, which is like when they're not together. But they don't even refer to each other until these last like, two episodes. Voltron actually had this exact same thing in their beginning of season two. And, you know, spoilers, I guess, for Voltron. First of you- all, it lasts two episodes. <laughs> Second of all, right? Like, uh, right. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's two episodes, and, you know, granted, they were in pairs, but they were all talking about each other, and they were yeah. worried about each other, and, like, and it's like, really? Yeah. And, and they've again, been together a lot less time than Team Ruby has. I'm much more attached to the Team Ruby dynamics than I am to the Team Voltron dynamics, but... Um, I mean, same. Right. And I I, we t- I talked about this on the Voltron podcast. Um, Voltron, in 50 times better show than Ruby. I like the Ruby characters a lot more. Um oh, same. So that's, you know, I think it's like, like the core is here for the show. It's just, you got to work out the surrounding stuff. Um, and this is another thing that's subjective. So you're allowed to disagree. But for me, the my main interest in the show is the team Ruby dynamics. And this is really not just me and Delaney. This is like a lot of people who say this. Uh, also, so seeing the, the show's called Ruby, y'all. Like it is called Ruby. RWBH <laughs> refers to them as a team. Um, like in case you forgot. <laughs> So that's like, it made all of our characters less interesting. Like, Ruby was really just not an interesting main character this season. No, um, people are starting to blame her as a main character. It is not her fault. It is the fact that she did not uh, talk much and that she did not interact with the main people that we associate here with her. her with. And on top of that, you know, Dylan was talking about earlier a lot in a lot of our podcasts. You know, I love Blake. She's my favorite character. But I mean, like, who is Blake? Where is she? And we're kind right. of rehashing things with her. And, you know, Yang's really interesting, but we cut off her arm and, like, now she's on a mission. It's like, okay. The main um, improvement the season made was it acknowledged that it treated Blake horribly last season. Yes. And she was much more of a focus. I have a chart that I found on uh, Ruby G on CO of um, line counts. So this is not our screen time tracker that we were doing before from... Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, it's the line, line counts. So first was Blake for the entire season with uh, 97. Second was, um, Ruby 94, John 93. So, um, Blake had the most lines of season. Ruby and John were tied for the next. And, um, the other thing is like John is just clearly a main character at this point. If you total the lines throughout the entire series, John is number three. Which is on, really uh, irritating. Ru- it goes Ruby Weiss, John. Yang Blake. What? Um, infuriating. <laughs> it's kind of infuriating. And then there's, uh, it's a l- large drop off after that. So John is essentially a main character for lines given. Which is um, frustrating. Yeah. But, uh, they fixed the Blake problem. Uh, that yes. being said, it's not like Blake was incredible this season. No, which, which is awful and makes me sad. Yeah. Um, like I think her, the stuff they did with her is fine, but none of it was great. 
Well, the same thing. They, they didn't like the thing was like they separated them and they kept focusing on people. Like I'm sorry, like Ren and Nora are great or whatever, but like I don't care about them. I really don't care about Jean. We focus on them for like the chunk of the season with Ruby, but we're even with them, we're not focusing on Ruby, so it's kind of a waste. And then it makes us like we lose time with Weiss and Yang and Blake. To like, there's no room to do anything with anybody. Right. Um. Just you're not focusing on them, and then the stuff you do isn't that great. The Blake stuff was improved, but not that great. The like, Yang it's stuff improved I, from zero. Right. I think the Yang stuff was also improved. I actually think Yang wasn't a character that was well handled the first three seasons. I agree. Um, but I know there's a lot of Yang fans that disagree, but um, I think Which, like, you, ma- can ha- you can be a fan of Yang. Yeah. And then, and, like, and, I mean, yeah, I still right. like her. Yang's just a really cool character, but she didn't really have much to do for a while. I mean, I think the big exception is the the Yang Blake stuff in uh, book two, uh, but uh, volume two. But that was um. Not that not like a large chunk of the season, um, but uh, I think this might be Yang's best volume. But she still wasn't wonderful in it. Yeah, you know? and, and it's also like they were dealing with something they clearly do not have the capabilities of dealing yeah. with. Well, and 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 uh, they did fine for what they were doing with yeah, this. They, um, they they handled it by not right, handling right. with, it, with this like physical fun. disability recovery act. Yeah, they, exactly. So it was it was fine. Um, Weiss, I think, took a big step down this season. Uh, they, she, they, they focused a lot on her. Like, she had a lot of scenes, but nothing they did with her was really interesting at all. Last and season, I don't Weiss. Why it took two episodes for her to get on that ship. Um, yeah, I don't really get that. No, I don't, nothing they did with her in the mansion, I thought, needed to be on screen. Like, I actually genuinely think nothing they did with nice Weiss needed to be shown. Well, that's um, the thing. Like, you know, it's like, also, right now, it's hard to imagine. You know, I know they're playing a long game. I understand that. LOL 13 seasons. But, you know, it's really hard for me. Everything that happened with Wise, I don't think it's going to pay off in even the next two seasons. So it doesn't really, like, you know, the things we heard. Which... Right. So, like, what what is, what's, it depends what they're going to do with Wise. But if Wise never interacts with, like, her dad or her brother again, then this obviously didn't matter. Um, but we'll, I mean, it's going to take forever for this to matter, probably. Right. So, I, that, it's like Weiss in volume three, I think, had the best. Uh, volume for a specific character of any character, maybe Ru- I think Ruby Volume One probably, but um, Weiss had, or the Weiss Winter scenes for like two or three episodes were wonderful in Volume Three, and um, that was better I would say than all of the Weiss stuff combined this 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 season. I would agree. Um, I mean, if we're, I mean Weiss was like like I got on the Weiss train last season. Yeah, and again the Weiss stuff super pretty, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. the, the gorgeously animated Weiss character design super good, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, Ruby I think is the worst of the four. Um, sadly yes until this episode she didn't really say anything she didn't really have an arc or have uh really anything to do i don't know i like there's some defensive ruby in the comments last time and it's kind of i don't i don't i just don't know what we're kind of doing with her here well it's like we like ruby but the thing is like just because like they're not doing anything with her at all and we have we have proof that jean has done more than ruby and it's super infuriating yeah and um, like ruby's yeah, ruby, great but <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah so we we need to do something with ruby like uh clearly <laughs> like, she's the main character come on y'all right. <laughs> like get um, it together so these are the reasons why the season ended up not being great here's my highlights from the season um best episodes i would say are um no it's, it's confused i'm trying to navigate this uh wikipedia list Same. of the episodes it's but awful. the descriptions are giant cut I down know. on your descriptions guys no that's why that's why i could tell yeah. like you know i was looking at the voltron descriptions like when we were doing voltron they're like three sentences and i'm like cool but they yeah. kind of just make up words and that's fine and then i look at this yeah. and i'm like oh my god why it's too long um of runaways and stowaways episode three which featured um blake and uh son fighting the giant sea monster which i think is one of the more memorable sequences of the season 
I would definitely agree with that. that also, I think that's I think that fight sequence had like a song behind it too. Yeah. <laughs> so also, like good. um, I mean, Menagerie was pretty cool because it's like gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and then we, yeah, yeah, we see the beginnings of that. I think family is potentially the best episode this season. Um, I don't remember a hundred percent why I thought this was, but I remember thinking this was the best episode this season. So there you go. Um, I think that, yeah, it starts off with, uh, Oscar, bad Oscar stuff, but this, I think this is our Yang with the poor to new black, which I think is one of the best, uh, scenes of the season. Um, and most interesting. And, uh, yeah, there's other stuff, I guess. And so those two episodes... Uh, tipping then, point, just for the Weiss scene. Uh, what was the Weiss scene in tip? Oh, for the chair? Yeah, that, yeah. that, that ended up being the one with uh, her, like, yelling at the, the rich woman. I think yes. that ended up being one of the more memorable scenes, although I don't think it was, like, that great. But it's That's definitely more, one of the most memorable ones. Um, then I think... And then I'm going to go back to, all the way down to Kuro Yuri. Or to... No, well, what's the... What's our flashback one? I don't even remember. Is it Kuro uh, Yuri? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Ren and Nora, which um a lot... I, that episode, I didn't see any agreements on in terms of whether it's right. good enough. For me, that was one of the best and most memorable with uh, the Ren and Nora flashback. So I was enjoying that one. Like um, it's hard for me to like it's just hard for me to pick episodes because there's little bits of the episodes that I like, but like overall I'm like bored. Yeah. And then I think the last one for me is uh this finale, No Safe Haven, which I think was one of the highlights which, of the season. As as much as I've said awful things about this, I do think this is one of the best episodes of the season because again, it is consistent. We kinda we finally like to me it's like, okay, I would have wanted this in episode three, but finally we got it. Yeah. Um, so those are my top four for for the season. I'm um, probably in agreement. It's hard for me to again. It's just hard for me to pick because yeah. like I think a much a much needed talk is notable because it was our mythology jump, right. but it was dump, but it wasn't very good, but it was fine. <laughs> so yeah, but I for most of these episodes I don't really remember <laughs> what happened. Like it's really it's like whatever. Yeah. So it's like there's there's three episodes or four or whatever from last season that were worse than any of this season but there's also probably like four episodes last season that are better than any episode this season so right. this is like it's like kind of just in the middle yeah i would agree it's just kind of meh parting thoughts on volume four and hopes for volume five um i really hope things happen in volume five um i'm sure they will like i had a friend and she was like you know i think like you're being unfair like they're building up to things I'm like that's fine but i'm bored but um, I think I think we're finally going to get some payoff in Volume Five. I really hope so. Um, I definitely Leo Lionheart is going to look like he's going to look like the lion from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> okay. He's going to have he's going to be blonde. He's going to have a beard, and it's going to be like he's going to have like really long hair. Like I'm just like I'm I'm not I like no like I know for a fact that's what he's going to look like. And then um, and he's going to be like ridiculously tall. Like he's going to be huge. Okay. But um uh. I'm really, I do definitely agree that, like, we're going to have, like, Yang, um, Ruby, and Weiss meet back together before we see Blake and then be separate. I really hope so. I think that'd be a really good moment for Blake. It's what we need. Um, I really hope, like, please team Ruby back together ASAP. Like, I'm getting real tired. Can we also... That's, can, the, that's the number one thing. Get, and can we demote Jean, like, four pegs, please? I'm yeah. really tired of him. He's not doing anything. He's annoying, and, like, he's really not At least do something... At least give John an interesting... Like, John had yeah. an arc of the grief arc here, but, like, if we're gonna make John a main character, let's give him something. Yeah, at least, at least make him do something. Yeah, yeah. I and I just... I really did not enjoy Vine 4. I've been bored the whole time. And it's really sad because I like the show and I love Team Ruby and I love the characters. I'm just like, don't, why do you do, why are you torturing me like this? Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to do more stuff. <laughs> got to do more stuff. Got to have our characters in Which I'm like, pretty, pretty confident we will because this was a bunch of buildup. I don't know why it took 12 episodes, but apparently they felt like they needed 12 episodes to do this. So hopefully we'll be kind of like 
a lot of action, wham, bam, going forward. And like, granted, yeah, it I, doesn't have to be action constantly, but make it interesting. Like, geez, like, yeah, you know, I, I'd watch Ruby looking at a wall if they like kind of did some stuff, <laughs> like, just yeah. to make it a little bit, give me some motivation. I think there's some promising stuff with the, uh, the White Fang, the yes. like taking back the White Fang arc, and then, um, just seeing our, our main characters back together and in Mistro, it seems like a cool location. So there's some potentially promising stuff. It looks stuff really out. pretty. I'm really excited yeah. about the White Fang stuff too, especially in the current political climate. A plotline like that would be really nice. Oh, that'll make them handle it much worse, but. Of course, naturally. <laughs> not that um, they're like, not that they're like in the wrong on their right. beliefs. They're, they're, they're saying the same stuff as that, you know, but it's, it's just no, no faith anyway. But also um, now we're on to, um, Gay Watch 2K17. For for our LGBT Everybody. character, where's 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 the queer? Where is it? Right. So they said that at the beginning of the season and or the beginning of last season, and it's just not been. Where a thing. is it? Right. That was just so atrocious that they they said yeah. that the so, show itself, like it, if you want to throw around the word queer baiting, the show itself doesn't ever do any of that. No. Like it doesn't ever pro- pro- promise romance. But they, why did they say that in an interview? That that's the thing that's be... so frustrating. It's like that. It's like really. It's just very. It's just a bad idea. They're fishing, um, and it's super irritating. Yeah. Um. Overall quality. So I think I want to mention again, the animations caught up. I think the, yeah, the, the production stuff is, is really good. So I think the, the problems with the series now are solely on the, uh, season planning and the writing. Yep. Like I think that before Ruby was a show with a lot of problems that kind of shown despite its like crudeness. Um, now I think the production is like good. So I think it's like, it's like on Miles and Miles it's and the, Carrie's and, season planning. And so. for me, even it's not like for me, I would put writing above the season planning. The season, especially like in that the season was kind of poorly planned and like boring. The how awful the writing was really was like glaring because of it. I think I think the show can get away with generic kind of uh, mediocre writing if things are faster paced. Yes, I, yeah, I would agree. Right, so if if the planning was different, then maybe it would, it, then it would have been, you know, um, but they're both problems. You so have to pick one. Yeah. It's like the triangle. Like, you can yeah. have two. You can't have all yeah. three. And last thing I'll say is that um, I think the season is going to play a lot better uh, Netflix style as um, all together, right? Um, I think the Oscar stuff is going to be a lot better when it's like moving towards something right away. Like I think in retrospect, also, it's like it will. Uh, yes. Well, I was going to like. I mean, I I don't know the run times. So I haven't been keeping track, but if I don't know, like this kind of feels like it might. This might be the shortest season. The episodes were shorter than last season for sure. Yeah. So, which granted, you know, that's me complaining that it's been like taking too long, but it, it has. But you know, that's yeah. another thing. Watching it all together will probably will probably definitely be better. Yeah, it's the the show works better as a dump. I also think the season will work a lot better when view, looking in twenty twenty five. When some when uh, it's the cool thing is to do a twelve hour marathon of of all the twelve seasons of Ruby. All thirteen. Um, all 13 seasons. This season will not be bad for hours three to four. It's it's not going to be that bad to go through all this stuff. It's going to be like, oh, okay, we're slowing down for a little bit. I just had this giant thing. Um, it's like in the context of the overall show, I think it's going to it's gonna work a lot better. And I understand that they're kind of looking at it from that angle. Um, it's just this is a show that is released weekly and yearly. It's not <laughs> – like not only is it not like – uh released all like at once it, all the seasons are released at once it is released weekly um if you it's, like, if on, it's yeah. not intended to be consumed this way then you shouldn't like release it this way um but i yeah i do think it there's much like the past seasons it's going to work better as a marathon and then um, maybe if they dumped it all they wouldn't have to give themselves ridiculous deadlines i honestly think this show should be netflix dumped i don't think it works with their revenue structure of um their subscriber thing right. 
It would um because I think they they'd be worried about people uh, like unsubscribing as first members and then only coming back for the dump and then going again for the uh, out for the the following right. months or something. Um, but Netflix doesn't worry about that. The, but Netflix releases constant content. And maybe they think their Ruby viewers are unique anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 yeah. I just this. It's I don't know why they 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 say things like this and then release it weekly. But whatever. Okay. Um, also, the fact us, that the, the 13 season plan is daunting as a weekly it's just viewer. So, it's, it's already pretty stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I had a whole rant about that, but it's we're done. We're done. <laughs> I'm done here. Okay, so yeah, no, this is our last volume four podcast. Um, yeah, we. I don't think you guys wanted an hour of us talking about how no terrible the season was. So it wasn't terrible, but it was you know you, et cetera. Et cetera. Um, no, we're prepared but, though. Like we've been complaining all right. season. It's fine. Let us know in the comments what you thought of our discussion on this. Um, and uh let it i mean questionable to be honest i mean this isn't super important but questionable whether we'll have coverage of volume five who knows where the podcast will be then but so <laughs> yeah. it's it's so uh you can show your support by commenting and letting me know that people watch this and stuff right that that'll factor in so um but yeah the, let us know comments i'm i don't know i was i'm i'm ending on a good note for for this season of ruby i was pretty hype um I am pretty into it when it airs and like I actually read like discussion and like kind of part of the fandom that I'm really not for other shows. Um, like the only other show that we highly cover that I kind of get as excited about, to be honest, right now is Star. Like I'm actually pretty excited to see Star again. Yeah, same. Like I'm pretty in the Star right now. Um, you know, I'm not, I like I, Steven Universe is like clearly our best show. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like reading comment theories on it all the time well i, I just know. well that's also like that's also like the fandom there's differences in the fandoms yeah, so. <laughs> it's true <laughs> so i don't know it's it's like uh excitement despite despite all of this uh, i don't i'm not confident that we'll, we'll fix these problems but at least the situation will change <laughs> regardless regardless of whether it will anyway um check out overlyanimated.com leave comments uh website youtube comments subscribe to here even if you're only listening to ruby stuff you can hear our star stuff coming up steven stuff those are our main coverage items we recently went through all of voltron legendary defender season two find those on our youtube page at overlyanimated.com and consider supporting us at patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our patrons especially our patron of the podcast katrin aka patron katrin thank you very much katrin and uh all of our patrons for all your support um yeah, final parting comments, Delaney, on Ruby Volume Four. I'm I'm ready for Volume Five. <laughs> Already, let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, we're only like eight months away, to be yeah, honest. It's so fine. they already, yeah, it's but it's fine. not that long. They already got at least we're consistent releases and stuff. So thumbs up. <laughs> One of our few shows that's like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be honest, Ruby is by far our most consistent release. Yeah, like, it's the only one. It's o- October to January, for sure. Like, That's it's it. weekly, and I mean, it, they don't tell us until, like, Friday when, if there's going to be a new episode that week, but that's still better than, <laughs> than anything Cartoon Network does. Yep. Anyway. Okay. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.